Welcome to the Lead Your Life series, where we share real-life experiences of how personal struggles and seeming setbacks were turned into phenomenal stories of hope and grace. Hello, dear friend. My name is Sam Idowu. I'm a HR personnel and a media consultant. Uh, I'm a creative kind of a person, so I share ideas, I, I teach ideas that doubles your productivity. Um, I have been an influence to individuals and groups in the achievement of their personal and career goals. I appreciate Ibrahim Olugundudu uh, for putting up this platform. I believe this platform will help people to overcome their fears and um, help them to rise up above their pains and struggles. Thank you, Abraham. Okay, so I want to share my story. Uh, where do I start from? Okay, um, in this little life of mine, in this little time of my existence, I have fought several battles. But let me share with you a bit of it. And I hope it gives you hope to live beyond pains, to live beyond your struggle, to give you hope to stand regardless of what happens. Um, I was having fun in life. You know, I was having fun in life in my childhood days. Life was great. Life was peaceful in my childhood days. I have loving parents. My siblings were amazing. Hmm. But in 2008, during my SS3 in high school, I started experiencing, experiencing instability in my health. Uh, it started with a chest pain. <clears throat> the kind of chest pain that looks like, it feels like um, you were carrying Mount Everest on your chest. And then around that same time, I started having frequent urination. Oh, chest pain was was still much better. <laughs> chest pain was still much better. But a frequent urination, it's not a good experience at all. Imagine that you have to visit the restroom every 10 minutes. You have to leave your classroom at that interval. You write exams of exams of 40 minutes and you have to go out like four times during that exam. And even the at times the urination is not even the, a big deal, but but the stigma, the stigma attached to it, and how you have to explain to your teacher or the invigilator, and then your colleagues start wondering. <clears throat> your colleagues start wondering uh, what, what's wrong with Sam or what's wrong and another. It wasn't a nice experience. You see, I have to write jam, I have to I have to write waek, and then in all of this, you know, you're now experiencing a full bladder like every 10 minutes. So you might not be able to concentrate with your exam. You feel comfortable at some point, and probably you have to rush it. At times, even the time is not enough, but then you just have to go out every 10 minutes to 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 use the restroom and all that hmm. and <laughs> it's very funny imagine you knowing the restroom of every place you visit 
you know how the arrest room just looked like. Imagine, you just know how the restroom of every place you visit, from churches to <laughs> from churches to restaurant, everywhere. When, when you're not the minister of toilet affairs, you see, you go to a restaurant, you you just have to know. Please, excuse me, please, can I use the restroom? What? It it wasn't uh, it, it wasn't a nice experience for me. You might want to say, wouldn't I go to the hospital, or did I go to the hospital, or would I visit the doctor, or, or something like that? Yes, I visited the hospital, but actually visiting the hospital, in fact, was more like a, a big disappointment. And those times I visited UCH, uh, the University College Hospital in Baden, um, and <laughs> at that time. I knew almost all the department and few medical jargons because I was I was being referred here, referred there, do this test and all that. But after a series of tests, shockingly, they said there was nothing they could place their hand on that was causing this. And then <laughs> they start asking funny questions. One one of the doctors asked me and said, oh, Sam, are you sexually active? Then I'm like, eh? <laughs> a particular doctor actually made a comment and said, probably I was lying about some things. Probably I was lying about the pains I, I said I, I was having. Probably I was lying about, oh, it was, it was so disappointing. But like I said, they didn't discover nothing. Uh, so I was living with it. When they say health is wealth, they aren't joking at all. Health is indeed wealth. When you have health, um, you everything is under your control. Okay, everything is under your control. But if you don't have health, you focus more on the health. So ev- everything is now divided into like 50-50. You focus instead of you to focus 100% on your probably your goals. So you have to focus on handling your health 50 and then your goals 50. So you become unproductive. Anyway, as a young boy growing and trying to discover purpose and navigate, navigating through life and battling with pains and discomfort, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy at all. So at, at that point, I wrote several, I wrote my work once in high school, but I wrote several jams and like those jam is a joint admission matriculation board. That, that's an exam you write. For you to get to university in Nigeria after your O level, yeah, for my audience who go outside Nigeria. So I wrote jam several times, and at some point, <laughs> I had one ridiculous score. I think at that, at that time, the, the cutoff for jam was 200. Imagine I had a 199, and at some point, I wrote two degree exams for UI. The cutoff was 50, and I had 49. You know what that means in Africa? You start thinking something is wrong. How will it be one mark? If the cutoff is 200 and you have 160, it's still okay. Like, I mean, not necessarily okay, but you can still work with that and like, okay, okay, I failed or something. But the cutoff is 200 and you had 199. The cutoff for the pre-degree UI was 50 and you had 49. So you start thinking that something is wrong with you. So you start, you know, your self-esteem start going down and like what's happening and all that. So I did that. 
and and imagine you you're in Nigeria you graduated 2008 and in 2012-2010 you're still at home while your friends will be asking oh so where are you now and all that so most times you you don't want to call friends you don't want to associate with them and just that just because you don't want them to keep asking that question and all that so because of that you know you feel depressed and a lot of nigerian or you that are going through that which you need is our educational system it's 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 some way in in other parts of of the world you don't write a lot of exams because in nigeria you have to now write your o level first then you write Jam, I think it's called UTM, you know, Unified Literary, something, something. And then after that, you have to now write post jam, and after that, you have to now, like, they need to now screen you again. And oh, it was, it wasn't a good experience. Oh, but um, in 2013, I was admitted to Bowen University, and um, I was still living with the other Spains. I, I, I was still living with it, like I said. And one day I messaged my dad about how I haven't been enjoying my life for like five years. And um, he made a profound statement. He replied me and said, and that statement really made a difference in me. He said, Sam, as a father, I have tried my best and I haven't given up. But Sam, tell God to do for you what I can't do. Wow, that reply came like, wow, it's, you can see a father who is hurting, you can see a father who has tried his best, but don't know what to do for his son that is going through pain. So, that statement actually made a difference and it made me realize that total dependency on God is what guarantees peace and joy total dependency on god you, you need to depend on god you need to depend on god for 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 your joy and, and everything so if you are here and you're listening your friend your families they will try but god should be the greatest companion navigating through life without god is like a journey in a circle you just you keep moving but you are on the same spot so um, after all these, it brought me closer to God. But before that, I was I went through pains and struggles. I, I was I was depressed. I withdrew from people. Life wasn't interesting no more. I, I just want to <laughs> I just want to depart. I mean, I just want to leave this world. Like this world is not my home. I don't want to pass through self. I just want to go. It wasn't interesting. Uh, while I was in Bowen, one night. Due to, I think they call it reflex, right? So, due to reflex, there, there's a certain time I wake up in the middle of the night, and it's more like a, uh, a constant time that I wake up in the middle of the night. So, I woke up I, at the same time one, one night to visit the restroom, and then, and my six other roommates in, in Bowen, they just wake up more like it's a planned work or something. And, they all woke up and said, they have been watching me, Sam, we've been watching you at this particular time every night. You wake up to go out. What exactly are you going out to do? You're a, you're a wizard. I mean, you have an evil spirit. Who do you go meet outside at this time of the night? And it's almost like the same time and all that. I was embarrassed and they locked the door. They kept the key. They didn't allow me to go out to 
is myself and here I am with a full bladder I, I cried and there was nothing I could do so I had to leave with a full bladder till dawn and you know what that means I couldn't sleep no more I wasn't comfortable till morning oh I, I was I wasn't comfortable till morning it was it was a bad experience so I'll just tell you my friend listening that you shouldn't draw conclusion on people you never know what they are going through be kind to everyone everyone is going through stuff you don't know the reason why they, they, they act the way they do so what you owe them is your kindness be kind to everybody be kind to everybody I couldn't I couldn't be explaining my, my health history to my roommates but they chose to do that <sighs> so life you go through stuff in life and yeah you just have to live beyond them you don't have to dwell with them <laughs> this pains those challenges this failure all those things got me on the path with god and a path of personal development it actually actually got self-motivated after what my dad said i got self-motivated and i started reading books i started with uh, my bamiloe book my Bamloe's book, um, Bishop Oedeko's book, uh, this, this, I mean, this book coupled with their stories and testimonies from other people gave me faith and it also opened my mind to greatness, it opened my mind to a lot of greatness. On, on the part of uh, discovering my purpose, um, uh, something, uh, it's an event seems uh, remarkable which I, I I know that that is where I got um, a lot of inspiration from. Someone sowed a seed of greatness in me that day. Uh, while I was in second year in Bowen, Jimmy Tewi was invited to come and speak. And um, it was at that event, like I said, that the seed of greatness was dropped in me. And I, I literally uh, saw the picture of my future. I saw the picture of my future in Jimmy Tewi. What he said that the I like more like I haven't heard this before. More like man, so there's something like this that people do. He shared the story, and man, I was so supercharged. So he dropped the seed in me. I only say he dropped the seed of HR in me. <laughs> so then I was studying biochemistry, and at that time I wasn't enjoying biochemistry even. Uh, apart from my health and that, that I was saying I wasn't enjoying biochemistry I wasn't enjoying it at all and and that brought me to what I'm doing today so <laughs> that brought me to what I'm doing today I, I took a course in email resource management later on I, I, I went to Ghana to take that course and during my course of study I was able to do outstanding things outstanding things um, during my course of study, I was the, I was I was at some point the general secretary of the business school faculty. At, and then I was the international student representative, and then in my final year, I was the chief justice of the student representative council. And uh, even over there, I was able to co-found 
innovators media more like a student magazine kind of whereby we we help with publicity of events and we do media things and it was more like the first time it's it happened over there and it really made the school much more interesting and, and all that so i did that and i also started uh, when minds meet when minds meet which is a platform to raise exceptionally that's where great minds gather together to share ideas to make themselves better, to challenge themselves for greater excellence. So, and also, I shot my first movie, Independence Day, before I left. Uh, before I left uh, the course, before I finished the course, I, I did all that. So, <laughs> so since then, man, I was, it was more like like a friend of mine to say, like I, I'm balling, like I enjoyed every bit of. HR. I enjoy every bit of HR while I was studying there and I was able to also explore. I was able to use my talent. I was able to use my skills. I was able to use my knowledge. So I, I really, really enjoyed myself and this happened because Jimmy Tewe came to speak and dropped the seed of greatness in me because when, when I was thinking of, I, I, I didn't have to think further about what course I needed to do because Dimitri is an HR personnel so I just said no I need to go take a course in HR so life got better with me so because I'm in life because I'm alive because I'm in the midst of people life just got better so the pains the struggles the, 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 I was just used as a ladder to where I want to get to so so did I tell you that the frequent urination disappeared without me even rea- realizing. Yeah, it just went off and I didn't even know until probably several months and I'm like, oh, seriously. So, God did it. God did it. So, what if because of that, I now sat down like, okay, until this thing go, that is when I will start chasing my goodness. No, no matter what you're going through, okay, just keep doing with the struggles with the pain just keep chasing your greatness so that when the struggles when the pains leave you have a greatness to hold on to all right so for young ones i i normally say that uh, our parents are only responsible for bringing us into this world who will become is actually our responsibility who will become is actually our responsibility so no matter what you're going through it's just a face it will soon fade out your best days are not behind you, they are in you and in front of you. Uh, you must have heard uh, Frank Edward's story of how the doctor said he was, was going to die young. Uh, but see him today, singing out loud in the grace of God. So, you should embrace God's love for you today. Don't let that pain, don't let that struggle, don't let that deprivation, don't let it deprive you from your greatness. So chase your greatness no matter what you're going through. No matter what you're going through, chase your greatness. <sighs> you shouldn't give up now. Uh, I think it was Eric Thomas that said, You've been in pain, you've been hurt, you've been you, you've been a failure. Don't give up now, get a reward from it. Don't give up. If you give up, that means the pains, the struggles, they, they, they just defeated you. So don't give up. Get a reward from it. 
get a reward from it. So, I think I've been able to share my story with you. And why am I sharing this story with you? It's for you to become great. It's for you to look above all odds. It's for you to look above all failures. Look above everything that's around you. Go chase your greatness. If you failed, that's an event. It's not who you are. If your health wasn't good, it's just a phase. It will soon fade out. That's not you. You are excellent. You are meant for greatness. The thought that God has toward you is to be great, is to be good. You are a shining light. So, regardless of whatever, go on and chase your greatness. Do what you need. Do, do what you need to do, regardless of the limitations. Do it. Do it. And um, let, me, let me end with this. You might think you don't have um, a lot in your hands to achieve excellence. So, I'll part with you with this course of mine. If you don't use the little God has placed in your hand, if you make excuses that it's not good enough, you're not comfortable enough, if you don't use that little, little thing that, that God has placed in your hand, then God won't give you the bigger picture. So, above all limitations, start chasing your greatness. My name is Sam Idowu. Thank you for listening to my story on Lead Your Life series. Uh, you can contact me. My WhatsApp number is 08100 That's my WhatsApp number. And my email address is sam.idowutu at gmail.com. Sam.idowutu at gmail.com. It's such a great time here. Uh, see you when I see you. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Lead Your Life series. This is a special edition of Lead Your Life podcast brought to you by SeasonLifeJournal.com.